0: There's nothing left for me to hate, so I can lay me down, my brother's all. Good evening, welcome to the Scottish Rugby podcast, uh, affiliated with the Scottish Rugby blog, of course. It is myself, John Anderson, in the hot seat. Good to see a few people joining us live tonight already. Uh, If you're listening to this on your podcast journey to to work tomorrow morning, happy Friday. Um, But those of you joining us live, you're in for a barnstorming episode tonight. Uh, We are joined tonight... By none other than Ian Hay himself, resplendent in your warrior's jacket.
1: Yeah, well, you know it's getting chilly out, so um, I thought I'd need, I needed extra layers. Uh,
0: obviously, not 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 uh, not turning the heating on for for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, the,
1: the heating is on. Uh, is it on? Uh, no? okay. but, but, um, I've I've gone a bit close to a radiator now, so it's it's getting too hot. So I might have to make me a costume change. It's we'll, one we'll of the good things about have like five, but. <laughs>
0: My uh, my desk actually sits right next to a radiator, so I turn the heat on just a tiny bit, and I'm sitting here like going, <gasps> so, but um, yeah, um, exactly, and we're also joined, but sneaking in, we, we had plans, we had plans, Craig, we were going to just use that first 15 minutes just to get all the slander in there, and then have you join us, welcome Craig, thank you for joining us on
2: time, how the hell are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, well, you can get the slander in, you can just get the slander oh, in anyway. It hasn't stopped you before, to be honest with you. But, I would point. No, well, but
0: what <clears> top <what talk throat> you wearing tonight? Uh,
2: this is How Harlequins tonight, just a night? t-shirt, I uh, just uh, was up at coaching, but I wasn't coaching the Quins. I was actually up at the under-18s, but they, uh, they had their game cancelled for this weekend, so it was more of a... A bit of a game of touch rammy with the under 16s as well. So, uh, I've got, got to say, I tell you what, I'm going to take boy wonder home because he's um out for eight weeks with a torn calf. Um, right. so, uh, so he wanted to go up to see his teammates and everything, and then he stood there in the shorts and said, I'm freezing. Well, no wonder, it's just about zero
0: degrees out there. So, uh... It is November the 3rd, and it is very cold outside. That's, yes. that's
1: never stopped a forward before, though, has it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, it hasn't stopped many rugby players over the years, but Craig's absolutely right. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, ambition outweighs uh, uh, outweighs talent when it comes to uh, being cold, so I think you have to, you know, really rein that, in, especially if he's got an injury, so... Uh, get, get, get him on the heat packs and uh, he'll be back fighting fit in no time. I'm sure. Well, he's got he's
2: got a boot on. He's he's not he's not appreciating me calling him Robocop Uh <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> Has it?
0: Has he got a little water pistol that he's like plugged into his boot yet? Because like I always imagined, if I had an injury like that, I would definitely do that.
2: Something like that, anyway. I'd, it's the whole thing of I'd buy that for a dollar, <laughs> and then like just whip in the
0: water pistol. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so th- those of you who are younger listeners will not be not, not aware of these references, but uh, yes, uh, we, we tend to go slightly niche on this podcast. But tonight we will be talking rugby. We'll be talking about uh, the weekend's fixture, the dramatic um, Scotland-Australia fixture that has caused... Um, do you know what? I, I thought Scottish rugby fans... I thought they cared. I genuinely did. I thought they actually cared, and then I saw the reaction online, and I realised, you know what? You know, there was barely any interaction whatsoever. It was, it was so quiet on social media this weekend.
1: I think we're just so used to it now. Like, <laughs> well, all, all, of, all of our disappointment has been outpoured. um previously (laughs) if you know we're just dry husks of disappointment
0: (laughs) so we'll cover that and then we'll we'll come to the team for the the weekend and we'll have a wee look at that as well um obviously if you're joining us um hello welcome good evening um some of you may indeed be our patrons yes you pay for the privilege of this that is magnificent thank you for your support um If you want to join our Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash Scottish Rugby Podcast, where you can get exclusive content for £3 a month, including what I imagine might actually be a record-breaking in the ruck tonight. I've got a feeling tonight might break the record for swear words. Um, I'm going to track it, and I'm going to just listen back to a few fairly sweary episodes and just confirm whether it is a record-breaker or not, but I think I think we might be on for a record tonight. I, I get the feeling, Ian, you might have some some passion, some ire to to share with the world. And Craig, I know I know you do, buddy. I know you do. So we, we've got <laughs> we've got some we've got some swearies coming at you in in hands of the Ruck. You also, for your three pounds a month, get access to the super secret Facebook page, uh, which I'll not tell you the name of because if you don't have a Patreon membership and you try to join it, I am going to reject you. So saws wall. But uh, I have a list, I checked it twice. I know it's not that time of year, but, you know, that's 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 where we're at.
1: I mean, the Christmas movie channel started in September, John, so it is that time of year Right,
0: Fair enough, right, we're, we're all good then, right? Okay, so Santa Claus here is going to make sure you get your access to your few Dans or not. Uh, if you are a Patreon, please check your messages if you haven't already. If you want access to the Facebook page, I've sent you a link, I've sent you a message, please just jump on there and join us. Uh, it will ask you for a super secret password i think you all know what it is so you know go for it and uh you'll see if you get access or not so don't disappoint me boys and girls um but yeah that is that is the sales pitch for tonight let us move on to some rugby we've managed nine minutes almost 10 minutes without rugby um let's just cover a wee bit of news first of all um we've got a couple of injuries have a couple of people succumbed to injury over the Scotland squad. Uh Sam Skinner and uh Dave Perry have left the squad and replaced by is that
2: is that him He's or he... is that me oh is that me? No, it's him
1: again. It's him um, again. So Dave Dave Cherry has been replaced by Fraser Brown. <laughs> yeah. Um who's replaced Sam Skinner?
2: It's uh, Richie. No, uh, who came in? Um, Hodgson, Jamie Hodgson, Jamie Hodgson. So, uh, but uh, also, I just, I was just laughing actually because I was thinking, you've got. (laughs) We thought we had penalties. Uh, We thought our discipline was bad on the weekend. Bring on Fraser Brown! Come on, son. Let's go show the boys exactly how to give away some penalties yeah uh,
1: he likes a, a good obstruction a good line obstruction and also a no, a no arms tackle aiming at the shin it's uh yeah. that's these two specialties it's these uh unlockable moves um yeah. john seems to be back is he i don't know would do you think well, chat amongst ourselves
2: craig I we certainly will um i guess i i guess the, the so the news that's the two news sam skinner didn't look too good i don't know what that what exactly that was was that a concussion or was it an actual an actual injury no i think so. <laughs> was it a leg injury um
1: i'd actually been looking it up i'm sure john has all this stuff uh saved that's why he he was left in charge but uh cuz he's not putting enough money in the meter um, <laughs> going <be> <laughs> uh, but of course well, well, was brown, it, I, I was messaging in.
2: constantly me. so go going
1: yeah uh, yeah well, brown brown's not in the match day 23 but we we'll just move on to the match day
2: squad will we shall we yeah, we may, well, we may as well. Well, you know, we could talk about Edinburgh's win at the weekend against Cardiff. That was quite a magnificent. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll look back on that later. Because, um, you know, <laughs> I, I really feel that John should be involved in that kind of uh,
1: conversation. Um, yeah, I watched it earlier today. It was, um, it was,
2: it was very uh, professional away performance, we'll see. Well, so it was quite a, quite a significant. Um, uh, for me, that's the sort of game we would usually lose. So it was quite a significant um, uh, win for us, I think, and it, it gave the, the you know a lot of the guys who who um, maybe uh, get brought out and wheeled out when they don't have uh, the Scottish internationals. Um, they gave them a real boost to say, actually, you know, these are uh, these guys are at the at the right level, if you know what I mean. So um, yeah, but well, I'm sure we'll talk about it later on once uh, John's out of uh, out of broadband jail. Um, and we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, match day 23 for the uh, for um, Scotland v Fiji. Exciting.
1: Mm, okay, so uh, change at fullback as we expected, um, what with the, the Australia game being out the test window. Um, Stuart Hogg, former captain, Stuart Hogg, um, in at 15 for Ollie Smith. Um, and I suppose it's the, the headline grabber, um, Adam Hastings is in for Kinghorn. Um, Hastings first, just off, uh, scoring a fifty-meter drop goal for Gloucester and um, another one at the weekend. Um, so, Craig, what do you think about Kinghorn? Uh, Kinghorn dropping down to the bench at 22 and Hastings coming.
2: It's one of those things, isn't it? Ian? You know, obviously, I'm, everyone's expecting me to sit and go. It's a travesty. It's ridiculous. It's terrible, etc., etc., etc. I think. Um, Let's, uh, well, I'm sure we're going to go into the into the game itself um, further down the line. But um, I, I think the bottom line is um, Blair Kinghorn doesn't kick for, this, for Edinburgh um, or it kicks very rarely for Edinburgh. Um, we were exposed on the weekend, although he played incredibly well, and I'm sure I'll go into that further down the line. But um, if we don't have any other kickers or anyone else that can step up to take clutch kicks... Um, uh, of course, you're going to put Hastings in, um, and you, because he is, uh, uh, you know, he is a very, very good kicker as he stands, so and has been kicking well for Gloucester. So <clears throat> it's disappointing for Blair, and, I, and I, I'm sure it is, and I'm sure he's getting a bit fed up of, of getting the opportunity and then getting slapped down again. But I think it's the right thing to do, Um had, it really good get a, his He's
0: had five in a row. I mean, that's... that's Oh, he's
2: back back to interject about Blair (laughs) Kinghorn. Have you noticed this, Ian? He magically fixed his broadband for when Blair Kinghorn... I had to go
0: around the house and turn everything off. I don't... I've got really good (laughs) broadband. I will... I will... As part of this podcast, I will put a screenshot of my broadband as it's meant to be. Uh, My upload (laughs) speed seems to have absolutely died once again. It says the server's in Dublin, though, so I think there might be a conspiracy here. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, yeah, oh, no, King Horn said five in a row, so you can't go saying oh he must be getting tired of getting slapped down. It's, he's had five in a row. Townsend said we're loving what he's doing at ten. I think you know it's absolutely mm. right. Hastings gets a run. Uh, and whether it's a reaction to the weekend or not, like you have to have a goal kicker on the park. That's that that's the, the kind of you don't win test matches without a goal kicker. You might win against Fiji without a goal kicker, but you're not going to win big games and that was evident in the weekend. We'll come on to that in due course. But I think Hastings, you know,
2: don't get me wrong. I think I think Hastings has uh, has has worked hard, gone away with his pointers on in his wee book that that, that Tooney gave him, and he's, found, found and, some form. You mean and found some form? Would you believe? Um, uh, more on that later, I'm sure. But uh, um, but I think uh, you know Hastings has been superb for Gloucester. Yeah. So you know he's he he, he absolutely deserves. Um, his place, and I'll tell you one thing: um, the one person that's going to be, um, I don't think he'll actually care. But actually, the one person that the Scottish fans will be worrying about is the said Mister Mister Russell, um, because if Hastings comes in and plays an incredibly well, incredibly good game, um, then it's fun Russell needed, and that'll be the question.
0: So I, I just uh, I've just been on Twitter just prior to the podcast and I only just came across the, the the SRU's promo stuff for for Fiji and they're sharing the the, the Adam Hastings try when cats in the Rave was first unleashed in the world Oh, those heady days beautiful beautiful times. but they're basically sharing it as Adam Adam Hastings magic right and there's and it's like more more magic from Adam Hastings this weekend against Fiji. And uh, like I've commented, it and quite a few others have commented, going, "Are we maybe missing like one bit of the jigsaw here? Because the magic actually happens before Hastings gets the ball, and he just finishes it. He finishes it very well, to be fair to him. But there's a wee bit of magic just prior to that, and it might be the person that he's, you know, he's haven't got in the squad. You like. just,
2: you just like all the other Scotland fans, leave it alone. Just <laughs> leave it alone." <laughs> let Adam Hastings get his, get his due. Come on. Well,
0: you know, there's, there's been lots on the internet this week that may or may not be true. So let's say, uh, let's, let's leave that there. Um, but, but yeah, um, I've, I've got my flight tickets and I'll be checking them. I'll be checking those twice as well. Apparently that's my new thing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, th- I'll, I'll see how well my whole connection holds up. Thanks for, thanks for jumping in guys. Um, yeah, I mean, the t- the 10 jersey was always going to be the headline, but it's interesting, isn't it, Ian, to look at the strength of that team with the returning... Some guys coming back, maybe a wee bit of rejigging of a few things, but ultimately that that is a very strong Scotland team. And to put out almost first choice, let's call it that, against Fiji, does that speak to Townsend being under extreme pressure?
1: Um, I mean, what is really... First, do we know first choice um at the moment with what the Tony Tombola? bowler. I think aside, um,
0: from, aside from ten, that's our first choice back line.
1: Uh yes, yeah. We Red Path back, um can red path coming back, obviously is a massive boost. Um and you know, the form that Graham's in at the moment, although yeah. of course him and Dohand saw very, very little of the ball on Saturday. Let us um, see if
0: that improves this weekend, shall we? <laughs> yeah, um
1: the only thing like I mean in the loose George Turner would be our number one hooker. Um, but his arrows aren't great. To be honest, the Scotland line out isn't great at the moment. No. no one seems to be able to to you know throw ninety between you know what ninety percent accuracy you want. Um so that might explain why we've ended up with two absolute giants in the second row. Uh the return of six foot nine and a bit, Richie Gray, and you know, the six foot seven Grant Gilchrist. Um Workmanlike, I think, is how uh, agricultural is how you'd maybe describe those two. Um, but uh, obviously, securing ball is such an important thing. Um, we only made 80 percent of our uh, line outs on Saturday, um, and some at key times, so we'll see how that gets on. Who, who
0: for you, Craig, who, who's in ch- like, so first of all, I, I i i confess, I don't know, does Scotland have a line out coach, first of all? And if they do, do they do they do anything? Because the Scottish line-out seems to have regressed once again. Like, and it, we can we can comment on you know there is there is skill parts of this. Like, there's people people's skill set is getting into it, but it it seems like it can't be that. I I don't want to say it can't be that hard, but other countries seem to get it okay and don't seem to have quite the issues that we do? Or am I, or am I being deeply negative, Craig?
2: No. Um, I think what you've, what you've got to really look at is um, the line-out has always been a very, very strong part of the set piece for Scotland. Line-out for, for example, Edinburgh, has been very, very good and has started to slip. And I don't know about Glasgow. Glasgow is Glasgow can through throw for a coffee if I'm right as well at the moment. So I think I think it's more the fact of um I I think it's more the fact that we're uh, we're because the players that play aren't playing very well in the line outside of things, then I think that's what's the knock-on into the Scotland, into Scotland. Um, but oh yeah, that, that's what I thought it was, I was going to say, I think um, your throwing coach is Scott, is Scott Lawson. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so so your line-out throwing and your light and your specialist skills coach is Scott Lawson at the moment. Um, so he'll he'll be dealing with, uh, with with your your um your line out throws, your line out throw ends. Obviously you've got Grant Kilchrist, you've got Richie Gray, you've got Johnny Gray, uh, Scott Cummings from the sidelines because I think he's injured, is he not again? With his, his toe. Broken toe out for to the yeah. door. You know, so you've got you you know you've got Sam Skinner, etc., who are all line out operators, so I don't actually um you know they and some, you know, for example, Ashman, um, Skinner who's and, and Johnny Gray, who have come, obviously come from Exeter, who have a good line-out as well, or let I do it, again, it's failing at the moment as well. So, God, I've gone right around the houses here, John, and given you a big load, load of words, but not actually an answer. <laughs> but think, for, for me, I think that the, 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 currently the two Scotland teams um, aren't performing in the line-out as well as they should be, for the for the um the what's the word? Uh, for this the, the people they have in the in the lineup etc so um I, I think i think it's uh, i think you Ashman actually will be a very good addition if he if he comes on the park i think if george Turner's not throwing them in very very straight then i think you'll probably see Ashman come on because Ashman's quite good in the loose as well at the moment so we'll wait and see
0: yeah so ian um you know i love a personal vendetta on this podcast and i love to individually single out people for criticism because you know i'm all about that life um would you care to guess when scott lawson was appointed
1: um tuesday
0: tuesday (laughs) i mean it might Uh, have been a tuesday Twenty twenty.
1: 2022
0: uh so yeah
2: 2022
0: june 2022 just in time for the summer tour uh just in time for our darts to go absolutely down the swanny um so you know there's it's great that we're employing specialists we just need to make sure it's not just the same old figures that get the job uh and that they actually have the credentials for it the scottish out, i mean what what will be a recurring theme tonight and what i'll probably welcome on to is when people have been given responsibility for jobs by coaching teams by whoever then it is imperative they actually execute that and that that's the players the coaches everyone that's involved in the setup um and you don't just get away with doing half your job let's put it that way um so yeah it's the Scottish line now has been been a shambles uh and I I take the point guys as well Glasgow and Edinburgh have both started to struggle in that field as well um but so let, let's let's talk a wee bit more about Australia uh I don't know Scottish rugby podcast but Australia um Ian they've they've come north on the back of getting a lot of a lot of defeats their win record under Dave Rennie is not great um they put out a fairly you know there was it was a fairly mixed side as we said at the time you know it was a bit of experience lots of youth in there what should we have beaten them first of all and secondly, what what do you see this can this Australia team do anything this autumn that's going to are they going to beat other teams or are they going to be looking at a one a one in five and going well at least we beat scotland
1: um should we have won? yes um some of the decision making at times, it was weird. Uh, obviously, they're the not taking the three points right in front of the sticks when we'd, we were already a try to the good. um was a bit mad. Uh, and as for Australia, I can't really... I mean, they've got guys like Rob Valentini. I think he's an excellent player. And obviously, Hooper's good. Foley, you know, I mean, is he, he, he dropped out of the team for quite some time. I mean I don't think he's not a particularly great player, is he? You know, he's I don't think he's the sort of ten Australia needs with those
0: backs that they've got, you know, that centre partnership. You want a ball playing ten, and Foy's agricultural in his ball playing, let's put it that way. He's more of a kicking
1: ten. Mm. Um I hunter Persami, he's obviously you know uh, an attacking threat. More than anything, Corey beat it. Was Corey, Corey Bate Wasn't he playing? Was he?
0: No, he was. You know, no, he's doing. He's doing a uh, topping up his bank account in Japan. I think.
1: Oh, nice. Um, I don't. I can't really see them beating anyone else other than us, really.
0: So, so riddle me this then, right? Craig, here's a hypothetical for you. So, clearly, what's going to happen here is Australia are going to then fire Dave Rennie before the World Cup. Because they're going to come away from the northern hemisphere, they're going to have a twenty percent winning record under them. They're going to fire Dave Rennie. Dave Rennie does have, of course, connections to Scotland. Can we get rid of Townsend before the World Cup?
2: Um, yeah, we can get rid of him. I don't think I want Dave Rennie. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, um, and 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 just oh, uh, well, this is going to be in. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this in the Patreon, but. You know, people need to get to see. Keep going on about Scott Robertson. Just, you know, just look, oh, okay. like, just settle in, folks. settle Um So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, the problem I have is that I think uh, I, I think that we had a, an incredibly good um, team, even though we didn't have all the um, all the, uh, the the English and French players. Um, we had the ability because Australia were absolutely shocking. Yeah. Um, and we didn't do anything you know we we went back to the it was almost like we pressed reset escape and 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 delete on the old uh, computer system um, because <laughs> we were back again, we're back and in, in going you know have, recycling the ball in the forwards. For about six or seven times before we then either get turned over or knocked on. Um, The backs were screaming for the ball, never came out, Um, and I just, you know, we scored once out of it, but the rest of the times we didn't score, and we could have, we could have probably, we probably let away three or four tries within the the whole game Um, that could have been just with poor, poor, um, poor execution. You
0: know, you you know what. You know I'm fishing here, Craig, but I, I'm 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 gen- I'm asking the question. Actually, I think there is a genuine answer to this, but I'll put it in a fishing way so that you can, you know, can moan at me for it. Whose decision is that that the forwards keep that ball? Like, if if that is, if that's a guy who's got 25, 30 caps. A playmaker, does that ball come out to those backs, or are those forwards? Is is it the forwards' decision? Is that a forwards' issue? Therefore, is it a Jamie Ritchie issue?
2: I, I think it, it falls to the captain. It falls to the coach, and it falls to the captain. It also falls to the nine because the nines of you know, okay, you're going to have your ten making your decisions, and he's. But I'm sure you're you're not telling me that any ten worth of salt isn't wanting that ball out of the out of the out the rock um you know two two you know two metres from the uh from the try line um there's absolutely no way um it, it, it needs to be and I think this is the this is the issue is that I, th- I think our coaching staff think our forwards are better than they are yeah when it comes to rumbling the ball over um and and going down you know what our forwards are not Exeter chiefs mind sure. you they they Quite a lot about um, about you know they would latch all the time and and, and rattle through them and in, in, in the year they won the league league the Premiership but yeah. you know we've got great forwards don't get me wrong but you know they're better at setting up rucks and and moving the ball out into our backs and and, and if we had a what I'm disappointed in and, and my my biggest take out of it all was I, f- I felt Ali Price has slowed down um and and I, and and if he was back to his old Quick ways prior to going on tour with the Lions, I think we, that ball would have been out a lot quicker.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think the horn, uh, the the horn, the Ally Price one's an interesting one. Sorry, I just seen George Horn's name pop up there as well. Um, I think the Ali Price one is an interesting one, and we've always went through these cycles, Ian, of talking about Scottish nines. It is the perpetual cycle of Scottish nines: too fast, too slow, um, can't control a game, can't. Con- it's almost like we have this. Then let's call it let's call it the Vern diagram, shall we? Let's call it the Stern Vern diagram of like too fast, too slow. Where there's never the Goldilocks point of just right. Um, Price price to me wasn't helped at the weekend. There was some very messy, like the forwards. The accuracy in the forwards for me was quite uh, 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 at a regional level. I would have been disappointed with some of the accuracy, the way the ball presentation was coming through there was clearly a game plan as well so craig craig's absolutely right there was a slow the ball down game plan as well price was playing a slow game but in some cases where the ball could have went i think price was 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 quite hampered by the ball presentation i mean where where do you stand in this scene like is is that is that a decision of the backs or the forwards or is price playing slow deliberately or where are we at what's going on
1: yeah it, like you're saying you know this perpetual you know, we all screamed for Ali price because greg Leadlaw was too slow and now, now Ali price is too slow and we want george horn well i want george horn um jamie dobby's look,
0: faster i hear
1: yeah um, <laughs> there was a couple of insta- instances where like scotland got into you know took the ball into contact recycle was fine and then he was glacial in getting there yeah um there was i remember there was one particular rock camish watson went to go guard the rock and then just like there was a good three or four seconds where nobody went to join the rock at all and nobody was like all right i'll run in and play scrum half it's like they're all looking about like where is Ali price was you know sprinting in there um it did i mean even then you know i think he was probably told to to try and slow it down because we had to go we did play through the forwards quite a bit so you know it was obviously sort of slow it down let them get into their pod shapes and all that you know get everything structured um and that's why we, we saw very little ball going out wide to darcy and duhan um so I, I think he's probably been told to slow down but sometimes you wish you would speed it up a bit um i don't think we, we were pretty bad at we were always bad at this um somebody just going off in a, a charge and getting isolated. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: We've done that a few times, didn't we, at the weekend? There was a, a couple of moments where it's and it, you know, and Craig, you've 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 coached at various levels, you'll know yourself at absolute grassroots minis level you're taught if you make a break, it's not your fault for making the break. You know, if you've if you've got past a couple of people brilliant, it's your teammates' responsibility to react and there did seem to be an apathy. There seemed to be an apathy about the whole situation on Saturday.
2: Funnily enough, that was that was something I was going to say um, when you were talking about, and Ian was talking about um, uh, getting to a rock. You know, we there was what I think, if I remember correctly, Ian it was it was down in the corner, down in one of the twenty twos, and and there was a rock there, and Sam Skinner was was looking at the rock, and it, and and Australia were starting to get to win the rock. And he was still looking at it, and then eventually cho- chose yeah. to go and get into it. And I, I, I and I just, it's, and it's got to be game plan. And 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 this is this is you know obviously there's apathy. There's there, there, obviously people are a bit rusty at international level, so they need to get themselves into 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 things, I suppose. But you know, I, I really do find it difficult. To go past a game plan side of things, um, I think there's too much. I think it's at a point. I think Ali Price is at a point where he's thinking too much because he's got too much going on in his head. Whereas what you want your nine to do is see what's happening around them and quick ball ball away. Um, whether it's going to forwards or whether it's going to backs, have you know? I don't mind the, the forwards rumbling it up a couple of you know a couple of a couple of times, maybe even three. But as we know. All of us as Scotland fans know that the minute we go past four four forward plays that we're clenching our butto- buttocks um, and we're winking at people, waiting on somebody either turning it over or someone knocking it on. Um, and you know, well, unless, like,
0: unless we've got Adam Hastings and Duhan on the park, and we're in. The, uh, the Stade de France and we're, uh, we're kicking ass there so maybe maybe that, maybe that this is going to be the solution to all our multi-phase woes uh, who, who'd have thought it? Adam Hastings with his beautiful teeth is actually the, the <laughs> solution to it all there we go we've cracked it it was it was quite easy uh, there's some amazing comments coming out on Facebook at the moment during this podcast uh, we've got you say you want to speed it up then you want to slow it down <laughs> You can see, it there comes a time for making your mind up. Yeah, very good, very good.
2: Um, I'm those, not taking my skirt off.
0: No, no, I've already got mine off, so no stand up. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was the So the 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 debate on playmakers, like the Kinghorn debate. I thought so. To be very clear, I thought Blair Kinghorn had a very good game as a ten um, at the weekend. Um, I thought I thought his distribution was what was what was asked for. It was it was adequate. There was a couple of moments where he, he got a couple of people working. The packs didn't really seem to get enough ball. And when they did, I don't think they done much with it. And that's a collective responsibility. I don't think the centres helped in any way, shape, or form. Um, and you can take what you want from that. Um but ultimately, I think again you're looking at that and you're thinking, well, right. So going to a World Cup, that's let's say that's a second choice backline for Scotland, minus the Darcy Graham, um, Duhan uh, on the wings. That's that's a backline you put out in the the dead rubber that you've got in a in a World Cup that we should, in theory, be you know not needing to worry too much about. You. Is this as bad as like? Think about. I was watching a two thousand and seven, two thousand. No, two thousand eleven World Cup game. It was the Romania one where we scraped a win at the last. Is that backlight, like the way they played? It reminded me of that. Am I again? Am I being really unfair, or is that is that what we saw at the weekend?
1: Um, maybe a little bit unfair, but. Because it's obviously much harder, op- well, tougher opposition than Romania. With all due respect to Romania, um, but nothing, nothing seemed to work, and I'm still, I'm still no idea what this 2-12 thing's all about. Um, one thing I still actually thought of from the weekend was we we didn't kick very often. No. I've not looked at the stats here, and apparently we kicked the same number of times as Australia, but there was a good few occasions where I'm like, especially with Ollie Smith, he took the ball in and then it was like man just hoof that in the field you're in your own 22 there's a chance we we were getting beaten a bit at the breakdown at this point and i was like man just leather that yeah. um but yeah because none of that back clean had um have a kicking game you know uh even you know with cam redpath coming at 12 he, he can play 10 as well so he's, he's got a, a wee nudge on him it's, it's a
0: definite um, change this weekend. Like there's 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 ball players that can kick the ball now in this weekend. Yeah,
1: and I was thinking like with Australia being it's not there. Is it the first choice lineup now? Well,
0: it wouldn't have been no. It, what, no, it, it, no um, it wasn't. It wasn't a first choice team.
1: Yeah, um, you know, just and in quite inexperienced. An you know, put the pressure on them, yeah. pin them back, get them turned. Let's see what they can do from all the way back, especially with someone like Foley quite prone to you know shanking it out. Loves sure,
0: a lo- mm-hmm. drop ball as well as his old Bernard. So uh Craig, I'll I'll come on to you for the last the last bit I want to talk about about the game, right? Obviously the result was disappointing. Um I had the opportunity to win it at the end and no nobody's we'll maybe touch on that in a wee sec actually before we finish up on this. But I wanted to talk to you about the impact of the bench. Um obviously the the headline coming off the bench, Jack Dempsey that, to me, wasn't a, it wasn't a bench that was utilised correctly. And that's my personal view. But I, I want to kind of come to you and you can talk me through. What, what, did the bench have an impact or could we have done more with it?
2: Bench had no impact whatsoever. Um, didn't change the game at all. And and you know and this is this is where you know we I laugh and we we have a joke you and I have a joke and a laugh about um, about uh, the aged Australian coming out, coming on to play uh, for Scotland but you know I've I've seen Jack Dempsey play for Glasgow and no matter how much I I complain and moan about him um, he has he plays incredibly well for Glasgow he didn't a he wasn't brilliant I I don't think he was brought on well no he was brought on fairly quick because he, he came on with the with the props um with the prop change if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah it's about about 60 minutes. He had 20 minutes.
2: Didn't really for me, I don't think he made a made the the difference that everyone thought he was going to. I think but I know where you're going and I totally and I'm about to say something here and I to, and and you you know, you'll be amazed. But if we have a kicker who has kicked well for his club on the bench, why is he not getting to? Because you know, no, no disrespect to Blair, because I'm uh, you know you know me and Blair and the drinking the Kool Aid and everything like that. <laughs> um, and and I'll, I want to go back to Blair in a second. Um, yep. But for me, if this was any other game, Ross Thompson would have been on at that time. Because, because you're going to play, and you're going to cap your players that are on the bench, even if it's five minutes at the end. Usually, that happens. The issue you have is I've seen it with 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 uh, George Horn, yep. throwing the ball up in the air and waiting waiting to come on and never getting on on the pitch, and Ross Thompson wasn't given the opportunity to 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 come on, um, and, you know whether he gets that or he doesn't get it i think the odds are more in his favour um uh, uh, you know to get the kick considering blair doesn't kick for his club yeah um you know so but i just for me the 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 i think the um i think the the sam skinner going off kind of started the you know, going off early, started the, the rot and using how, you know, kind of threw them off, how yeah. they were going to bring on their subs, etc. Um, So, no, yeah, I, I don't
0: know. No disrespect to Glenn Young, but uh, he's a massive step down from Sam Skinner and he's a young, or is he a young boy? I, th- I hear, he's not actually that young a boy, is he? Is, is he twenty? No, he's 26. 26? 26, okay. 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, I mean, decent experienced boy, but you know, the drop-off from someone of, of Sam Skinner's call- calibre down to Glenn Young, it was noticeable. And obviously, let, let's, we don't need to go into... We'll maybe come in and hands and Ruck into the, the decision-making around Young and his his yellow card and what have you. But um, the bench for me, yeah, was, wasn't well-utilised. And even... I guess it's not, nothing ventured, nothing gained, isn't it? That you could... You could throw a percentage kicker, and there was two of them on the bench, as you know, Craig you've alluded to. There was two of them. One of them's kicking very well. One of them's very informed for his club, if we want to use the Townsend uh, barometer of getting picked. Um, who yes, nobody's saying actually they, they would have uh, so. I think the percentage was seventy three percent for uh for for kicker. the percentage shared on the, the screen was like a seventy three percent kick. To win the game and Kinghorn was 72%, which I thought was kind, given that he doesn't kick for his club and actually hasn't kicked for a long time. And his percentages have been a bit lower than that uh, for, for a wee while purely because he isn't kicking. Um but you've got an opportunity to win a game, and yeah, it must be such it must be so demoralizing for the players that are sitting on that bench to be like. I could make a difference here. I could, I, I could be a match winner, no less. And I'm not getting that chance. It's, it, it it's really, really difficult, right? I,
2: if, if you, well, if, uh, you know, just to go back to one John, thing, just sorry. before the end of it, um, you know, if you're putting someone on the bench, I was told, I, I was told, told this many years ago by, funnily enough, um, George and Pete's dad, um, when he asked me to, um, to, to, um. Luckily, I didn't have to play because the, the game was called off because <laughs> of frost. But he asked me to go at the age of 44, 45 to, to come and be on the bench for the the senior men yeah. uh, as a prop because we were struggling for prop cover. And I went, oh, I'll come and sit at the bench. That's not a problem. And he says, no, no, you, you need to be prepared to come on. I'm not naming you on the bench and you're not being ready to come on the field. Yeah. You you will have to come and play. And And, and as far as I'm concerned, that is... You know, no matter what anybody has to say about Ross Thompson, no matter what anybody has to say about anyone on the bench, I would expect them at an international level to get some game time at some point in the game. Because it's an an international. It's not as if it's a Six Nations, you know, Six Nations or a World Cup. It's an, it's an international. However, I would say that, um, and, and there'll be plenty talked about about 10, but Ross Thompson... Coming on at 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 um, at fifty minutes or something like that would not have won us the game. No, he he would have he would have. You know, I think he, that kick may have gone over if it was him. Don't get you know. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not um, stupid. But you know, I, I understand that. But um, but when I can, I, I'll I'll talk about Blair Kinghorn further down the line uh, for this next game anyway, and i I'll, I'll have my points for that.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's utilise that to come on to uh, the the squad for this weekend. So we've we've had the the squad's been announced. Uh, obviously, the, the the headline that most places are leading with is Blair Kinghorn drops to the bench. I like to think it more as a guy uh, who's been on form gets an opportunity to showcase what he can do in a friendly match. Everybody's going to shout at me for that, but I don't care. Uh, nope. So we've got we've got some of the big hitters back. You know, Stuart Hogg's returned. Uh, Ollie, Ollie Smith's dropped out for him. There was calls for Ollie Smith to keep the shirt. I think that was just people being a bit a bit nasty. To be fair, Ollie Smith was decent and scored scored a decent try. But certainly, um, we we've talked Craig about the, the the consideration you would have had with Ollie Smith if had, had he butchered that uh try scoring opportunity that he got uh there would have been words uh had um yeah so you've got Ho- hogs come back in at, at 15. same same back uh back two you've got Darcy and Duhan new center partnership in Cam Redpath and Chris Harris which I would argue is first choice Adam Hastings at 10 Ali Price at nine uh, and I'm now going to have to go and look at my list for the forwards. Sorry, guys. Um, so in, in the forwards, Pierre... Scotty, Steven
1: Turner, Fagerson, yep. Gilco, Richie Gray, Richie yep. Watson, Matt Fagerson.
0: Yeah, yep. spot on. So that's just starting 15. So a couple of changes. It's not wholesale, but there's a couple of really key, um, a couple of key leadership positions have changed, in particular 10 and 12. Um, Craig. I know you're desperate to have your say on this, but um, what what what's your view on the team they've put out?
2: You could very much take that specific team onto a World Cup game and have a have a decent result. And I want everyone to understand this. And those of you, those that have talked with me and, and thought that I, I'm, I'm Blair Kinghorn or bust. Whether it's Finn, whether it's Adam Hastings, Blair Kinghorn is in his right position right now for this game coming up. Blair Kinghorn is an excellent 10 for his club, an excellent 10 for his club, Uh, and I'm not taking that. He has played very, very well for Scotland. He's getting into it and he's starting to work well as a 10 for Scotland. But he is there to give a second style of 10 when needed. Um, he can cover wing. He can cover fullback if needed. But if you want to come in and change the game, if the if the team that you're playing is 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 um, contact heavy, you're going to use Finn to try and get the ball. At Finn or Adam Hastings to get the ball, get the ball kicked over behind them, get them round, get get flat passes to, to players etc. If the if the team that you're going up against don't, are a bit tackle shy and and can give you some some holes etc. Then that's where you've got your you've got Blair Kinghorn who can take on those take on those soft shoulders and can bust through. So, you know, there's this whole thing of uh, Finn Russell's the best; he should play all the time. Uh, Adam Hastings is the best; he should play all the time. Blair Kinghorn's the best; he should play all the time. Is just the usual guff. Um, you need to use your players as a as a group. And I think Kinghorn, right at this moment in time, is in the right place. He's on the bench, ready to come on to make a difference, and that's where where we have that. You know, that's what we need.
0: I I completely agree, Craig. I think um, I think this team looks like a very very like the bench is interesting. You know, you've got you and Ashman, Rory Sutherland, Murphy Walker, um, probably in there, but you know. Give give Neil the weekend off. I suppose he's, he's he's not a spring chicken, so it'd be nice to get the wee weekend off for him. But Murphy deserves his chance. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Johnny Gray returning. It's great to see a player coming back into the setup. Obviously, having been away in Exeter, coming back into the setup and not coming straight into the team. Although there was plenty of arguments, he should have. um Johnny Gray we know what Johnny Gray can bring so you know impact off the bench up we create Jack Dempsey getting another shot I expect to see a lot more from Jack Dempsey I think um I think the occasion last weekend was so I think I, I think there was rumors that he wouldn't get his cap against Australia and they would defer it to this week and I think that would have been the right call because the occasion was so strange Seeing him lining, and, and you know, it was kind of set up to to fail in a lot of ways. Particularly after the game, you know, and maybe we'll come on to that and hands it up. But you know, talking to his old teammates and smiling and joking, and you know, what Scottish rugby fans are like if you if you crack a joke or smile, uh, you know, hell, we don't down with that sort of thing. This uh, is a very
1: um, serious game, and we have laws, not rules. Laws, right. not rules, aye, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, and
0: yeah. Ugh, down with you foreigners. Uh, and then we've got Ben White, Blair Kinghorn, and Co. Two, 2.02. Now, the thing with 2.02, it does cover twelve, thirteen. Do I think he's the best person for that position? No, I think Mark Bennett would be a better choice there straight away. Um, there's probably other twelve, thirteens we could we could think about. Um, but that bench, Ben, Ben White, Blair Kinghorn, 2.02, covers all your back okay. positions. There's, you know, there's no reshuffling required in the fifteen which is a great position to be in. So I, I think that is your point, Craig. You could go to a World Cup game with that, and I would be happy with that as a team. Like, against anyone, actually, I'd be pretty pretty comfortable. Aside from the 10 position, I'd probably still... Um, I'd probably still want the name in the 10 shirt slightly changed, but that's okay, because uh, Aaron Hastings will do a fine job at the weekend. Um, Ian... I'll come to you, what's what, what what what's your views on the team? How do you feel about it? Are you excited about this team?
1: Um, I'm very excited to see Cam Redpath back, yep. uh, obviously. Um, Harris, we know he's all about, you know, he's he's more of the defensive linchpin, but if he gets ahead of steam on him, he's, um, he's quite difficult to stop. Um, it's all just going to depend on what Hastings can do to get Graham and Van Der Merver more involved. Um, well not just him you know everyone sort of from 10 onwards um even sort of kick chase wise because we know how duhan frightened the life out of south africa with kick chase didn't even throw any of that in against australia i think there was one where he you know he blocked out the sun and an australian (laughs) dropped it um so yeah uh, i am quite excited obviously you know fiji we we expect to beat them nowadays um yeah, I, th- I think we should have enough to beat them. Um, but then, going forward, there are bigger fish to fry. So uh, this is really a chance, I think, especially for Redpath. Um, this is a chance to, to submit that twelve jersey because obviously he's he's been out injured for the best part of two years. Um, so I'm ah, quite excited, but I, I, I excited think... but not optimistic because optimism never ends well.
0: Never ends. Well, I think Redpath doesn't have to do much to keep the jersey, actually, and that—that that to me is is really strange. Like he's the guy has got the best debut in history, and uh, you know has become over the last two years has become mythical in his talents. And Cammy you, the
1: Unicorn Redpath. Cammy the
0: Unicorn Redpath. Absolutely. Like, and there's very very talented. People, perhaps, guys that are not available actually at twelve just now. But uh, for someone like, like Sam, John- Sam Johnson, who uh, uh, we always come back to, you know, Scotland played better with Sam Johnson and their team. Um, they've all they, they've always really benefited from having him at twelve, and it must be quite galling for Kyle like him to be reading the news, going, "Well, I'm out with this facial injury because I get sent in that stupid blooming tour to South Africa." which is ridiculous, uh, and I'm now out, and this young whippersnapper, who we know is all talented and brilliant, is just going to take my place, and I'm not going to get back in the team, and that's probably Sam Johnson's interna- international career, done like that. Like, they're, like if Redpath goes well, 12 is one of those positions, there's no argument for another person to come in. You don't need another person to come in. So that, that could be like a lot of 12's career done
2: there and then the i think i think what people have to think about though is also if you go back to watch cam redpath when he was at sale was underused and underperformed he then was was taken down to bath and he was a joy to watch at bath he still is a joy to watch at bath and so and and I would and and people will say I've probably got Howard five glasses on here for a second, but I would I would argue that, that that Finn and Scotland were better with Pete Horn at twelve or a playing twelve a distributing twelve than a crash twelve, and I think Scotland are are. You know, we started to get really excited about Scotland when they had a, 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 a distributor twelve. And Cam Redpath will give you a mixture of, you know, some crash ball or at least attacking the line at different, in diff, at different angles. But you will also distribute very, very well and look for gaps, etc. Whereas Sammy J, I'm, I, I'm, I've never been convinced with Sammy J. I know you guys are, and 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 that's fair. And I'm, you know, I'm not, you know. It's the same with you guys and Blair Kinghorn. I'm convinced for Blair, but that's a different story. Um, I'm just not convinced with Sammy J. And I'll tell you what i I I I think um, to a when he's playing at 13 looks really really good. He's not 12. He's
0: not. He's not a 12 in a month on Sundays, is he? He's. he's and I
2: think that's where the block of the ball came. Although that 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 we move that, that went to that 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 gave um, Ollie Smith his try was year. lovely. Yeah,
0: and that and that was probably the two people that I would have said were the blockers and the backline player and 2. For me, they they were they were the ending points of a lot of moves, and I know that's going to hurt a lot of Blair Kinghorn fans. It was a tough day for a ten. The weather wasn't great. I don't think necessarily he was given the best ball to play with anyway. So distribution is a problem at that point. And it's interesting our best move came from those two players who, Like I would have said, we're, we're, we're the roadblocks. But um, it'll be interesting to see a different, a whole different dynamic in that back line this weekend. And I think we've all said, you know, there's been lots of comments online already that, you know, Scotland are bringing, bringing the fire. We're bringing – there's tries in that back line. They just have to get the ball. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's up to those guys up front – I final point before we move off of free to air and move onto our Patreon, where we can finally cut loose and maybe take off some of the some of the Townsend uh, game plan shackles, and we can really start to express ourselves. Jamie Ritchie is captain. Let's let's throw it out there. First first game as captain for Scotland. Um, I didn't think he had that good a game as captain. And I know that's, I'm not saying he shouldn't be captain. I think he absolutely should be captain. I think he struggled with his decision-making. And that is me being kind to other players who maybe did or did not turn down shots at goal that they could evidently have gotten. I don't think Jamie Ritchie had a good game. Uh, He didn't control the referee very well. We lost the referee at one point. And I think he will have learned a lot from it but there there'll be better
1: days put it that way ian
0: thoughts um
2: i think there was
1: maybe i thought he communicated all right with pierce i think there was one point he was mentioning something and luke was like yeah yeah i I get you jamie cool um but again i mean it was just the the ugly head of ill discipline uh rearing itself up again um which is just a common fault uh but obviously no He's first, I mean, I think he's he's filled in maybe once or twice, but first proper um, game as captain, yeah, first proper that. game as captain. Um, so it's, it's something he'll he'll learn and grow into. Um, but I, I mean, sort of from his own as a player, he was, it was one of his more average performances. But again, it was just a very average, flat Scotland performance, yeah. really. Um, so I, th- I think he'll get better. But it's you know, it was, he was average like the rest of the team really.
2: Craig you agree, disagree? Um I would probably uh go a little bit further on that one. Um and say I think he had a decent a decent game. I agree with you and it was it, I think he stood out playing uh average. Than his normal self, he stood out a little bit. You know, there was a couple of good turnovers, um, a couple of good assists. I think he, took, he he communicated well with the referee. The problem is you lose a referee not because of how he's communicating with the referee, but because of all the bonehead um, penalties that kept get, getting given away. And and no matter how much I love Pierre Schumann and how much I think he can fly, um, that's a, <laughs> that, that is a that is a bonehead um, a bonehead decision that was to make. Ironic, but. You know, then Sam Skinner steps through a rock and picks a ball up as well, and stuff like that. They're they coach, coach killers, you know. So, I think, I think if when you, when you're giving away that many penalties, um you've lost a referee anyway. So, you know, you, you you've got to you've got to try and rein it back in again.
0: But we say lost that many, many penalties, Australia conceded more than us.
2: Oh yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I, so, That's right we, we've we've lost the referee but australia have conceded more penalties uh, there is there is a question to be asked there
2: yeah yeah there is
0: and you know i, I, I just think decision making wise like you can't you can't ever mitigate for individual nonsense like the 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 touch finding kick with Ollie Smith and uh Various players just standing, looking at, HR. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. standing yeah. looking at each other. Was it Duhan? Yeah, standing looking at each other. You take it, you take it. I'll take it. You take it. No, you take it. Oh, Naby took it. Like, that bro. is absolutely criminal behaviour.
2: Criminal. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a team coming together. Though. That's uh, you know okay, fair enough. Duhans, you know, Duhans not played Wally Smith but very much. I don't think so. I think. I think. Yes, I, I, I'm not, please, I'm not, I'm not playing that down, John. I'm absolutely oh, no, not I, playing I, I that down. I know you're not. I know you're um, not. But I, th- I think that's, that's a, that's a, it's a, it's a glaringly obvious mistake. But um, it's a mistake.
0: It's not, it's not a coaching uh, issue. It's not a captaincy issue. It's a mistake. That, that yeah, I can, yeah. I can get on board with that. Like, yes, you're taught from a very young age. You call it, it's your ball. If you can see it, it's your ball. Yeah. So the fact neither of them have said that's my ball is for me a really, Bad indication, but and,
2: and and where my where my probably my my biggest disagreement with you is that is that when you're saying that Jamie, you know, he was obviously talking with his leadership group about what they're going to do with the ball when they get a penalty, yes. and if Blair's not kicking very well. Um, that's fair enough. But I don't actually think that's something that's going through Blair's mind, and I know that you're saying that he said no at one point on the park, etc. But it could have been that he could, they could have been asking, "Are you chafing there? Is your boots fitting you properly?" You don't know what's you don't know what's, what, what's being asked of What I would say is what what was more disappointing was the fact that they took the opportunity to kick, to touch, and they they then didn't fire. Yeah. On that, that you you know, people are concentrating, oh well, Blair didn't want to kick the ball, so he kicked the ball over the touch. So, well, no, you don't really know what's going on on the pitch. What I'm yeah. more disappointed is, is forget about the decision. The, the biggest disappointment I have was the execution afterwards.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the thing. If the execution comes off, you were looking at it, and it's a tight game, and that's that's why people are questioning it. It's not because. Like if we lost to lost twenty points, to, lost by twenty points to Australia, or we won by ten points, no one is giving. A, we won by a point. No one is giving a hoot about that kick in front of the posts, right? No one is coming back. No one's questioning it. It's 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 the nature of this level of sport that we lose a game by a point, and every little decision does get analysed. And you know, I'm I'm saying that from a person who is doing exactly that. Um we I for me, like I would have put more I would have put more money on us getting three points there and keeping the scoreboard going than I would have backed our line out. But that is obviously a coaching decision, a captaincy decision, senior leadership. They've obviously made that call. I think it was the wrong call, and that was prior to them making a mess of it. But you know, that's that's just the nature but, of it. And yeah,
2: you but know, no, no, I I I think it was the right call.
0: Yeah, exactly. Prior, prior prior
2: to that. Um, you know, um and I don't know what Ian's thinking, but uh, you know, that that line out yeah that line comes off and we score off a off, yeah. a off a rolling mall, um that everyone's oh the, the, what a fantastic decision, you
1: know. Well here's actually that was a point I was about to make. Even when we did complete a line out and the mall has been, you know, we we know how many tries that Turner and Rambo and all that have scored, the mall went
2: absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Oh it was yeah, static. The mall was disappointing.
0: And that was that was a target of the team beforehand because Australia's mall in the Rugby Championship had been absolutely eviscerated by teams. And I think we often look at, and I think this actually ties really nicely, and we'll, we'll finish up just after this, game, but this ties in beautifully with a point you made. I think we do think our forwards are better than they are in that we look at South Africa and New Zealand Absolutely, and Argentina, who have a decent forward pack as well, blasting Australia off the park in the mall, and we go. Well, that's exactly how we should target them. Forgetting that we are neither of those teams, none of those teams. We do not have the forward power that those teams have. So it, it does strike me as perhaps naive. But you know what? We'll we'll live and learn, and uh, just another day. We'll
2: we'll Scottish learn from World. this. We'll go again. Well, that's what oh, I was and, going to go and, for. And ca- ca- Just a little comment. Um, I see that Hamish Allen is asking about, should should Callum Hunter-Hill be Absolutely in the mix not. given his form for Saris? I think he's playing incredibly well uh, for Saris and, he's, and, and that's been the best move he's ever had from Edinburgh to, to Saris. I think he's done very, very well. But I've got a feeling he's a, he's uh, he's more of a club player than, the, than he is a Scotland I've player. I've
0: got a feeling that Callum might be persona non grata. Up north, and he he might he might not find himself back in a Scotland set-up at any mm. point. Mm. Uh, so Callum Callum will do well to have a great career down south, enjoy himself down at Saries, and and be one of those players. There'll always be questions, but I don't think Callum will be coming back north anytime soon. No. Uh, and we'll not go into the reasons for that <laughs> <laughs> um right it has been an absolute pleasure for we've given you a, a, a hour and seven minutes oh you lucky beggars uh if you desire to come and join us for patreon get yourself signed up like in the next three minutes i'll keep an eye on the site and if you sign up i'll let you in if not um yeah i'm not telling you hamish i'm not telling you <laughs> we'll be back next week. We'll be looking to review what will hopefully be some absolutely epic, um, epic Fiji game. We might even have hopefully some amazing news during the week. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? It's Scottish rugby. You know what it's like. Um, But for now, we're going to head off over to our Patreon where we are going to unleash hell like Pantera once did. Um, It's going to be beautiful. So we will see the Patreons over there. The rest of you guys have a lovely, lovely week, and we will see you all next week. It has been a pleasure.
2: Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Craig. Good night, and goodbye. Catch you.